0: Welcome to recording number 82. I have so many things I'm thinking. My brain is scattered and I want to tell you a bunch of things. Um one of them Okay, I'm going to end on a good mood or in a good at a good point, like positive things to share, but one of the things that's like in my scattered brain is I'm really happy that I'm at episode recording number 82, because I want this to be done. And uh, let's not judge that. Let's not um, rush to say anything about this. Uh, And because I said I would get to episode 100 and then I would be able to be done. And I really felt that last night and this morning, like, okay, Uh, you are so close to being done with this. Um, and then you get to be done. It's like a responsibility and you love doing it. Um, but also, okay, let's dig a little deeper. It's not that, like, I don't enjoy doing this. I think it's this feeling of like, I'm annoying you. And so I really want to be done so I can like get out of your hair. I feel like I have stayed at the party too long and I don't want to be that person. Um, and so, okay, I'm. thank you for listening to that vent, because now I'm realizing I can, um, I just got distracted by a work thought. I'm sorry. Um, I'm not, this is the party. And I said the party would go until 10 o'clock. In my mind, 10 o'clock equals the number 100. So the next time someone's like, oh, we're going to like, the party ends at 10 o'clock, you can say like, You guys are going until 100? (laughs) Does that make sense? I don't know, do people see like numbers and number? Oh, I think I forgot one. Like I saw a meme that said the number seven and Thursday have the same energy, which I completely agree. Um, If you have any other thoughts like that, let me know. Also, the way eight plus two makes 10 is just like that to me is the same as um doing the final jigsaw piece in a puzzle like it is chef's kiss okay so that's how i've been feeling about recording but then i'm also thrilled about where i am in my recovery because i've decided today that the deep sleep i get from no caffeine has been life-changing for me. I am so well-rested that I'm starting to feel like my real self, and falling asleep has not become this insomnia, dark, twisted, anxious place. And now I'm thinking back to one recording. This was a few months ago. I, I kept NyQuil. Oh, no, 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 no. Um, ZQuil the like sleep aid. And I just kept a bottle of it in my bathroom as a safety blanket because um the idea of a sleepless night was so stressful to me. And that's what's interesting is it was one small piece of the puzzle. When you are, when I was trying to go to sleep and I would think, okay, sleep should be productive. I should get a lot of it. And right now I'm afraid that I'm not going to get a lot of the sleep. And so it makes sense to take this little cap full of this clear liquid that is designed to help me fall asleep. And there was a voice in my head saying like, what are you doing? This doesn't seem like the right thing for me to do. But when you're in it, when you're in that situation of like, oh, it's almost bedtime and I want to sleep. It wasn't, any cause for concern. But now that I zoom out of it, this is the gift of time, it gives us perspective, I look back at the full picture. Well, why am I scared that I'm not going to sleep? Well, because some nights I didn't sleep. I, was in, I had insomniac-like tendencies and I was afraid that that would happen again. Okay, well, let's zoom out a little more. Well, what did your day look like? Uh, the day looked like um, waking up and blasting my face with caffeine. And then what? And then um, having high anxiety all day about work, but not actually accomplishing anything, just being anxious and awake and um, jittery. And then around three o'clock, I would crash because I was so exhausted, But and I would lay down to rest and I wouldn't sleep. And then I'd be cranky because I was a weird combination of exhausted and jittery and like the day wasn't productive and then um i would blast my face with my cell phone screen and then it's bedtime and i wasn't asleep or sleepy or i was sleepy but i knew i wouldn't be able to sleep and so now removing the caffeine for me has helped me kind of establish a baseline of like who am i like what are my needs Have I slept a lot during the day? Yes, and that wouldn't be possible if I wasn't, like, working from home. And I also don't have kids, so I get it. Um, And then what I'm realizing now is, like, I'm sorry, this is redundant. Oh, God, get to episode 100 already, dude. Um, But what I've realized is, like, looking at the full day to look at... Kind of the quality of my life and now that i wake up and i have a lot of um caffeine free beverages and like i lot today this morning i'm not joking i lined up three mugs dandy blend dandy blend and tea and um setting them up with the powders and the tea bag and then boiling the water and pouring it into the three mugs that's abundance baby um and so Starting there and then realizing like, well, what do I want to put in my day? Going on longer walks. I've started jogging. I've only done three jogs. So I'm not like, actually, yeah, I'm a runner now. I've jogged three times and each one has been better than the last. Um, And then um, meditating and therapy. And so I'm just in a good mood that like all these things are finally, I feel like they're helping me because last night could have been a sleepless night but I put on The Honest Guys on Spotify and just listen to their guided sleep meditations. And that helped me a lot. So um, I really need to go pee-pee and then I need to sign on to a meeting at work. So I'll, I'll be back in a little bit. Let me tell you the power of taking a short break. Just created a the space for me to have this profound realization. For me, um, I'll share it with you. I don't know if it's going to mean anything to you, but I just realized. I was like, "What am I doing? I, I'm just, this seems like the countdown to 100 to be done with it and like." you you sound ungrateful and annoyed and like just like this is turning into a negative experience and like why are you doing this and then i just realized well i was extremely inspired by comedian nikki glazer with her daily podcast it was called you up it recently ended but basically during uh, from march until nowish she was recording 5 days a week of her talking about her anxieties her depression her just her overall mental health Uh, You got some behind-the-scenes like comedy stuff, like as she filmed things for Netflix, let's say. And I remember she would drop these tiny little nuggets about uh, sobriety. And I remember thinking, oh my god, go back, rewind, say more about that. Can you... No, you just started a thought about what it's like not drinking, and please say more about it. And that's what i'm realizing i'm doing that so i'm creating something that i really wanted for myself and it's a little lopsided because i'm the one sharing it and talking and so i'm not really hearing this podcast but i'm part of it and you're part of it too and so i don't know this is kind of how i'm honoring the intention of this and um Also my true self, I just eye-rolled it myself, but in therapy, my therapist is guiding me through parts work and all these parts, like in the movie Inside Out uh, by Pixar slash Disney, where all those parts exist to protect the individual. And what my therapist has taught me is like, those are parts and she likes to point out like, oh, that's a part talking. Like, that's your protective part talking right now. And I think she's doing this to kind of piece them out so that my true self. And she'll point out, she goes, that sounds like yourself. Like, the self is talking there. And so, um, this clarity I'm having right now that, like, I'm talking about sobriety, and that's gotta be boring for some people but for me it's really helpful and it's what I want to talk about um and so I'm happy I had this realization and then um let me take a breather all right I'm just realizing my brain is scattered okay self-awareness moment I'm not able to keep track of my thoughts And then I'm judging myself because you are making recordings that you want other people to listen to and you're a rambling moron. Okay, so I have the problem, scattered thoughts, then I have the judgment of the problem, and then I'm looking around me and there's physical evidence that my brain is scattered. If you were to walk into my house right now, you would not say, T-Doodler is an organized person who knows exactly what he's doing in life. You would say like, oh... Is he okay? There's a stack of bills in front of me that just... Uh, uh, hate bills. Um, okay, but we can reframe that. I am so grateful that I receive goods and services. that, And I have a job. A job that I picked. A job that pays me on time, every time. Well, almost, they missed one time, but then they fixed it. And then I can pay these bills. And I have a stack of mugs that's stressing me out, but I love doing dishes. And you know what? I can do dishes right now, and that'll make me feel better. And I can just tidy up a little bit. These are, there are solutions for the things in front of me. So I challenge you to take a deep breath. And look at the things in front of you as opportunities to find solutions um and also I, let's have fun solutions like i'm gonna listen to wham i forget who suggested wham as happy music to me but thank you i i to wham all morning <laughs> wham so i'm gonna listen to wham and do my dishes i'm going to pay some bills and make it a game somehow uh, like i'll rip up the paper into confetti and throw it in the trash that's the game And um, thank you so much for listening today. I hope you got something out of it. Um, Because this voice in the back of my head is like, just get to 100 already. And then the other thought is like, if I have someone on, a conversation might be much more interesting to listen to. But I'm also thinking, if this is almost over, why make it good at the end? let's explore that why why not make it good at the end what if episode 99 was like fully produced fully prepared with like an awesome guest and I was like welcome to the tea doodler podcast and then there's like transition music and like um let's say who's Brene Brown is my guest and then I'm like okay end of this series (laughs) okay um I was just like forcing a laugh a little bit (laughs) but that's one of the tools in her toolbox just start laughing right now start laughing (laughs) start do the fake laugh and then it turns into a real laugh oh also a few moments ago I took a deep breath and then I exhaled and one thing that's that I've learned somewhere in this like journey of self-improvement you know maybe in a yoga class or some ted talk um when we are oh i probably looked this up looking up panic attacks first of all i don't need to do a full recording on panic attacks because i just want to talk about it now i've had probably my fair share of panic attacks and i can look back and say They were panic attacks. The worst one I think I ever had was um, I was unemployed. I left my teaching job just a nervous wreck. I think it was when I left my teaching job, a former teaching job, and I was just a nervous wreck. And I was driving into New York City to visit my friend and entering the Lincoln Tunnel which I've done dozens of times. I'm entering the Lincoln Tunnel, and I just, I remember thinking like, I can't breathe, work's, and my mind was spinning with work-related stress, like I need to find a new job, uh, and it was just so stressful. And I'm entering the tunnel, and it's like stop and go traffic, so like I took out my phone, and I remembered thinking like, okay, is this a panic attack? Um, i don't remember what i searched i may have searched like can i die from a panic attack it felt like my life was going to be over like it was like a heart attack and i was dying and thank goodness for technology the very first search, you know how google will also make like it'll give you the links to resources but it'll also give you like a summary answer the summary answer the first thing i saw said there are no recorded deaths from panic attacks. Like you are not dying, you're having a panic attack. And then I looked up what to do. And I, one of the tips I remembered, and I'm like looking for my keys right now because even talking about this panic attack is giving me anxiety. But what you do is you grab your keys. First of all, you have to know where your keys are. Grab something like car keys and you focus on how they feel. It's a grounding technique. Oh, okay, relief. I found my keys. <laughs> and you just feel like the edges of them. You feel the ridges. And um, that kind of brings you back to reality. And then the other part that stayed with me, and the reason I brought this whole story up, uh, when we are trying to calm down, and like, even when someone says, like, take a deep breath, we... We naturally do that, like we're taking in more, and some professional would be better to listen to, but like, we're taking all the air in, (gasps) because we're like panicked, and like we need to breathe. Imagine someone like drowning, and so like you are gulping for air, but what we really need to do is we need to exhale the air out. And so what I've been working on for the past few days is exhaling a little bit longer than I inhale. And it instantly changes the moment. Uh, Please try that out today. If you have any tips about this type of breathing, let me know. But like also, I'm not doing breath work. Um, I'm intimidated by it. Um, That maybe is content for another time. All right. Thanks for listening to me. I love you so much. Uh, goodbye.